Hey everybody, welcome to episode 5 of Tech Connect. I'm the instructional tech coach here in Coloma Community Schools, Dan Mars, and I am with... Ben Rhymes, the Director of Technology for Coloma Community Schools. And we are here today with episode 5. Alright Ben, so what's up? Alright, what's up? So what's up? Lots of things. Um, yeah. We've got almost all of our devices in for next year. Yeah. Purchased all the Chromebooks for students. Kind of exciting. We've got a, a slightly new model of Chromebook that's uh, it's not going to really look any different. So sixth graders and ninth graders. Yeah. You're so you're going to get <laughs> you're going to get some brand spanking new devices. So that's nice. Um, we're we're removing all of the um, the Acer. Chromebooks uh, from service from service, um, and this is not like a thing. Like I know early in the year we tried to replace some of the um, mm-hmm. uh, teacher Chromebooks. It was like, hey, wait, this is we had to replace them with smaller Chromebooks, right. uh, unfortunately, because that's what we had. But um, the Acers are going to be end of life by Google this September. Yeah, like they're going to stop receiving updates. They're Still no longer supported. They're no longer supported, which means. We got it. We got to get them out of here. Right. Um, so, but we're gonna replace. We're gonna be replacing them all with um, Dells. Okay. So, so that's cool. So we got so, that going on. Yeah. We got laptops coming in. We got all sorts of stuff getting lined up for um, June third. June third is when our summer um, work. We we kind of start shifting. Um, so yeah. Okay. So that's 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 what's going on. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. For me, it's it's Lake Michigan Tech Conference still. Yes. We just put out all the sessions, all the sessions listed on a nice PDF flyer, um, and that's probably coming to not only your inboxes but also your mailboxes soon. Um, and then we've also posted the grid online as of yesterday, so that is now live as well, so you can see the schedule. And if you're so inclined to be a pre-planner for that conference on that now. day, July 22nd, um, we're working out how to sign up. Um, for our district employees right now, but yes, and you know. which, which uh, sadly, well, not sadly, there's a great opportunity. A lot of district employees will be in Lincolnshire yeah. yep. for the yep. PLC yep. conference. Which yep. I, I said sadly because they won't be available for this, but the PLC um, uh, work over the summer is really important. And from what I understand, I've never had the pleasure of going. Maybe um, next year. Maybe next year um, is really good, high quality mm-hmm. um, professional development um, around a model that is very effective. Yeah. So I actually, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a, I'm jealous. I'm a little jealous, but it's okay. We're gonna make we're gonna make a a, a good uh, showing of it. So everyone else that's left, come come to Lake Michigan Tech. Come because it's yep. gonna be really really important uh, yep. with some of the topics that are coming. Really really uh, helpful for you. Right. And one of them ties directly into our question today. Oh, okay, so, cool. You know, in the past, we've done more than one question. Yep. Um, yep. Boom, boom, boom. And we've done student interviews and teacher interviews and all these other things. But Rebecca Selvage asked. But those are boring. We're doing something. No. <laughs> are they boring? I don't know. I don't know. know. I listen to every episode. <laughs> Just so we should at least have one. one uh, I listen to every episode. There we go. So we got two streams so on two. it. Anyways, uh, Rebecca Selvage asked an excellent question um, in, in regards to so much of what we're doing in the sense of, and, and this is her question, as we move towards using Google as yes. our platform. Uh-huh. What are some websites that we can use to help us transition between Microsoft and Google? Such as what are the complementary programs of Microsoft Office? Oh, 
Clip Organizer, or excuse me, Microsoft Access, Clip Organizer, and Microsoft Publisher. Oh, okay, okay. This well, is, let's, this let's, is the dreaded "what's coming" question. What's coming? Okay, well, let's 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 go down the list. Let's go down okay. the list. Let's let's yeah. do the low hanging fruit, right? Yep. Microsoft Word, Google Docs, right, right, just Docs. Uh, they're they are not they're not one to one. Anchor as, images, tables. Yeah, anchor images. Um, they handle tables when you bring them in. They handle those a little bit differently. Yep. Although I do, I really, really like working in tables in Google Docs more than Microsoft Word. Um, that is, oh, I, I love it. If I'm in Docs and I need tables, boom, awesome. Word, tables are a pain in and, the butt. And the nice thing about Google Docs is is, is Google knows its competition. Mm-hmm. And it knows what Word can do. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly looking for ways that it can incorporate so many of those same features. Like columns was recently added, I think, within the last year and a half or so. So before you couldn't do two columns or three columns of text in a Google Doc. Now you can. So Oh, I, I, did, I did that. Uh, I helped out with the... Uh, the little tags yeah. for the uh, the staff appreciation thing. I helped mm-hmm. out with that, and those were all a giant like it was like fifty five plus pages in a Google yeah. Doc. And I said, no, 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 I want this in columns. Boom, and instantly, and yep. it was cut down to like twenty pages. Yep, it was awesome. Yeah. So, so next on the list, all right, PowerPoint slides. Okay, there we go. There we go. There are some limitations. There are some limitations, but, but, but with. Before getting to the limitations, I think it's it's fair to say that the vast majority of people, what they use PowerPoint for, mm-hmm. it's going to be fine in slides because right. the vast majority of it is just, I'm just presenting content. Right. And there isn't usually a whole lot of fanciness going on with things flying in. Yeah. Um, and words popping up. But animations and, and, and everything is there. Those transitions are there yep. in Google. Yep. Um, slides, and they just added, and I don't know if it's fully ready for us um, yet, but you can insert audio, so um, kind yeah, of, kind of into that slide. So if you have sound effects in your slideshow, that's now possible, in, or in it will be possible. I don't want to say now because right. it's up to Google when they roll the update out to us. I have it. You have it on your you personal don't. Google. No, account. I don't. I think it's on my work one. All right. Okay, well... Google but, does a rolling rollout. It does. So, so. That, that is a potential limitation. Yep. The other potential limitation is videos. Um, yes, you can embed any... YouTube. YouTube or video. Google Drive. Oh, you can... Okay. So if it's a, a YouTube video, you can embed it. Or if it's a video, you can upload to your Google Drive. You can get that. I'm thinking about... Yeah, so that really... So any video you wanted to capture yourself... Mm-hmm. Easy enough with your camera on your phone, upload to Google Drive. The only issue would be like if the video is from another source, like if it's on Vimeo.com or Daily Motion or one of those other uh, uh, prominent video sharing sites. Yeah, that could be an issue. Um, And then and then any advanced things like if you have any special macros and things like that. And if you don't know what a macro is, we're not going to get into it right now. But that's okay (laughs) because if you don't know what a macro is. You're not going to have any problems. Probably with don't it. need it. Yep. Yeah. So, <laughs> so sorry. There. I know there is. There's. We're working with one teacher yep, right now. Yep. Um, Mr. Broadwater's been awesome yes. in in piloting this. He's yes. been fearless. Yes. Fearless in piloting this for us, <laughs> and we've been working on them real hard to try and get it up and yep. running. Okay. So that's a lot of slides. Uh, what's next? Excel. Excel. Oh, sheets. Yeah. Sheets. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about? How do you sheets? feel about sheets? Yeah. I like sheets. I like Sheets a lot. And when you go to the LMTC grid, it's actually done in Sheets. And it's a way um, that you have the opportunity to do a lot of different things in Sheets. They're adding more and more. You can add images. You can do all kinds of stuff like that. Um, it's 
it just added the feature for macros in Google Sheets, so that yeah. is one of those things um, that's possible. Plus uh, the add-ons, like yes, you know, in Excel I can run a mail merge natively inside, but with an add-on like Autocrat or Formula, I can run that mail merge again. Um, on yeah. That. So yeah, it's 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 not quite as 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 integrated. Yeah. There are free plugins and and hand extensions you can do yep. to do that. Um, I'm kind of like half and half on Sheets. Um, there's still a lot in Excel. One of the reasons that business offices will still have, the business office yeah. will still have access to Excel is because there are a lot of accounting things that are yeah. done in Excel that are still vitally important. And then some other tools like to be able to concatenate uh, things. You should be able to do Can that. Can you do that in Sheets? I don't know. It's one of the formulas. I've tried to do it in Sheets before and it never quite came out exactly like okay. I wanted but that's again these things are improving all the time yeah yeah so there are things I can bonus. do in sheets now that I couldn't have done mm -hmm. just a couple years ago all so, right all right what's out access ah access I taught funny story I taught <laughs> access in sixth grade once not like that wasn't part of my class I was teaching science and social studies yeah but it was like hey you know what we had a little bit of extra time and I don't think I thought it would be fun. I just thought it would be like a challenge, <laughs> and the kids hated it. And and and, yeah. and when it was all done, I hated it too. So I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> so those that don't know what Access is, yeah. So what is Access? Access is a database um, software. So it's for creating databases that kind of work mostly back end, not so much front end. If you've ever worked with like a point of sale system mm -hmm. at a restaurant or something, it's usually built upon a database where. By you inputting this, it pulls the price from someplace else. Right. Um, so if that's something that you do need, I can tell you that Airtable. Airtable. Okay. Is an online website. Is this a, is this an integration with Google Sheets or is this a separate thing? You can upload a Google Sheet by okay. URL. So right. it is and it it's separate, but it is a spreadsheet-looking database that can build cards, can build those different things. It's really neat. I used it for the Lake Michigan Tech Conference last year for speaker profiles. So, And that's why I mentioned Sheets, because off, quite often people, when you know you describe a database or if you've ever worked in one, it's very similar to mm -hmm. a sheet, mm -hmm. um, a spreadsheet, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Then the Air next table. one is the Glide app. Um, it's a new what's, service. What's Glide? That will turn a spreadsheet into an app for a phone. What? Yeah. This is a Google thing? It's not. It's, Airtable thing. It No, it's it's a separate thing. It's Glide. I'll put some show notes on it. But okay. I learned about it. Um, and basically, if you have a set of information, you can set it up to be like a database that's accessible via app on a phone or a URL, which is pretty cool. Okay. So Cool. All right, next up, Clip Organizer. What? That was specific in the question. What is Clip Organizer? I had to look that up. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm like. I just. I honestly don't know what that is. So, Clip Organizer, from my research, is a tool that allowed you to insert scanned images or documents into other documents. So it would be oh. kind of like inserting an image in a way. So did this like work in conjunction with like the snipping tool? I don't think it did. Okay. I think it was. It just was slightly different um i haven't i've never worked with it so i don't know um after office 2010 mm -hmm. it was no longer supported so oh. office kind of microsoft kind of said there's been technology catch up in other areas oh. that allows this to happen and support for office 2010 is going away entirely yeah. 
so. like this year. Yep. Um, Microsoft is pulling the, is it this year or early next year? I haven't looked. I want to say, I want to so. say, yeah, I was just reading an article about all the things that are going, mm-hmm. not antique, but um, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever <laughs> term Microsoft uses, un- yep. no longer supported. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I'm not clip organizer. So, yeah, the workaround here in the district is you can scan anything into one of the office copiers, I think, in most oh, buildings. Sure. Lounge, maybe at the intermediate, and no, office at the intermediate, lounge at the elementary. Um, and that will send you a, you can set it up to send you a picture, at which point then you can insert into any Google tool and gotcha. crop it and get just the part you need if you need that. So, well, and you could do uh, the snipping tool. The snipping tool, the, the on a snipping Windows tool machine, that's yep. native on any Windows machine is fantastic. I yep. use it for uh, quick, um, quick screenshots. Yep. Real, and you can grab any portion of the screen you want, yep. and then it saves everything. And you can take those and export them and put them wherever you want. So there are tools that yeah allow that. Yeah. So snipping tool. Yep. All right. Up next, we have one of the big ones: Microsoft Publisher. Publisher. Ben, what do you have? Um, I, I, I've got nothing. The last time I used Publisher was like almost 20 years ago. Okay. Um, but I do know that people use it and love it. And it's powerful. And it's powerful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, outside of like some open source stuff, I want to say like Inkspace. And, and again, I don't even know if that's... The right one. I don't know if that's the right one. There yeah. are some open source tools that you can download. Yeah. But what, what, would, what would you go with? I personally like Lucid Press. I've used Lucid Press a lot in the past for this same type of publication, digital and print publication. Um, so Lucid Press for EDU, if you sign up and go through the EDU portal, and I'll put a link to it, but basically it will give you the opportunity to unlock all of the templates, and they have hundreds of templates for you to start from cool. for newsletters and that kind of stuff. It uh, doesn't have yeah. it does not have the clip art um like kind of depository for you right. um, that Microsoft Publisher would have, but there are some nice sites that we can suggest as well for finding um, those clip art images, like the Noun Project or Pixabay. Right. Um, and and now that you, now that you've said that, and you the moment you said newsletter, because it's like that's yeah, that's actually what a lot of people use mm-hmm. use it for as newsletters. I didn't even think about this, but Mailchimp, like for teachers, yeah. Mailchimp has a free. Um, up to two thousand subscribers. Up to two thousand subscribers, yeah. <laughs> um, but Mailchimp is 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 a tool that allows you to create um, newsletter emails. Yep. So it doesn't create a, a, a newsletter like you could with Publisher, and then Great. you save it as a PDF and attach it to emails. You just make the email the newsletter, yep. and it has these wonderful tools that makes it all look rich and wonderful yep. in columns. You can like put video, like you can put different things in there. Yep. Um, so so if a teacher was looking for that to create because they wanted these wonderful yeah. newsletters, that's that's I'm glad we talked about this because that, that jogged <laughs> my memory. I used to use a, a be a big user of yeah. of Mailchimp uh, mm-hmm. back when I was doing what you do, and yeah. I needed to create a lot of pretty things to yep. communicate with the public. Yeah. So, so that's a really cool one. Um, and it's really good reporting on that to see who read it and who didn't. That's, that's the one thing I always loved about MailChimp is because, yeah, so you, you could, who opened it and you who can load not. up all your parent emails in there. You can send them the pretty newsletter. Although, coincidentally, uh, School Messenger also does that as well. School yeah. Messenger um, does does allow you to, uh, to track all the emails and everything. Um, all right. Yeah, so okay. Publisher has been offered. Yeah. Okay. Next 
Wait, we have OneNote and OneDrive. Mm. So, well, OneDrive is Google Drive. Yep, exactly. Um, and that's actually really nice. There's a there's a tool called um, Google File Stream. Yep. If you just install Google it, it yeah. or search for Google File Stream, you can install it on your Windows computer, and all it does is just create a separate folder of all of your Google Drive stuff. So you it, can drag and drop stuff into it, that. You can open stuff up out of it. The coolest thing about it is that it adds it as a drive on your on Windows your computer. PC. Yep. That's why I keep asking Jim Tyler, our um, system admin, if he can just stop me from ever having an H drive on my computer because I use the Google file stream. Oh, yeah. No, so, no that's totally, um, we can totally do that. It's definitely there. And then OneNote, I'm going to be honest, OneNote is very, very unique in what it does. And Google currently does not really have. What about like Google Keep? I don't think they're the same. No? Because no. I thought with Google Keep, you could create notes and task lists and to-do. You can drag in stuff. Yeah, I guess you can. Yeah, I, Keep might be the good one. We, I haven't used much of Google Keep. Um, okay. I do a grocery list for my family gotcha. on Google Keep, and that's about it. I so. uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Apple guy, and so I use Apple Notes. Yeah. Um, that would be closer to, to, to OneNote, because you can drag and drop, and you can throw whole documents in there yep. and videos and stuff. So. Um, yeah, but for a basic note-taking app, yeah, um, yeah, what well, keep, keep, keep should work. Keep, keep will do that trick. So, and it's got a mobile app too, doesn't it? Keep does have a, a really good mobile app. Yeah. So, so and you, you can collaborate. You can share those notes with people. We've um, done that within the department before. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely one of those things that is definitely there. It's not as robust as OneNote, and in all honesty, but it'll probably get there because again, Google knows its competition and is doing everything it can. Yeah. to make sure that it keeps up. Yeah. So basically what it comes down to, we we just went through all the office productivity stuff. This is the reality. We know that there are going to be lots of cases where, you know, some of the things we talked about are are not going to work mm -hmm. for you, right? Mm -hmm. In that case, talk to us. Yep. Uh, call us, email us, put in yep. a help ticket. However you need to contact us, contact us. We'll come We'll work with you. We'll work through it. Yep. Um, because we want everyone to be successful, and you know, we—I mean, we would love to give everyone all the tools that they want um, and need. Um, but the reality is, you know, we're we're going to move forward with the tools that 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 we we were given, um, and the tech department is here to help you and yes. support you with that. We're we're happy to yes. do that. Yes, absolutely. Because that means better job security for us oh, but but we really want to see people um you know um take take ownership of yeah, that absolutely so so cool all right so that's the question it took us a while yeah it did but the question one question one question took Woo. us a while wow today. um so now we're ready to revisit our stump us all right question. let's do it what was the stump us So last week, uh -huh. Sharon Ball asked yeah. about hot bottom feeder. Hot bottom feeder. And, and your answer was uh, something about Asian carp. Yes. Global warming. Yes. And so not enough food. I don't know. So Let's just leave it at that. We got the idea that it was something to do with water. Yes. And that's it. Uh-huh. So Hot Bottom Feeder by the band Clutch is a song that is a recipe for making Maryland crab cakes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Is this like a real song or is this like a joke song? It seems pretty pretty real. 
I watched the music video. There was a guy making crab cakes. Okay, so this sounds like a joke song. Like it sounds like I don't a. I think it's like a joke a, to like sing a, a recipe. Weird Al song, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never have that recipe again. Oh, anyways, um, <laughs> okay. So cool. That makes us clutch. clutch. I'll have to, I'll have to Google yep. it. That makes us. I'm not awarding any points this week, just so we're clear on that. <laughs> we don't deserve and any for we that. We awarded a partial point last week, so yes. now, and I did the math. So yep. five of seven is the equivalent of. 0.71, so we're 0.71 for four. Nice. 0.71. Almost 25%. Not quite. There's a lot of numbers there. So if we for were, if people. this was the big leagues, I wouldn't be terrible. I guess. I mean, we wouldn't exactly, you know. You're not a Hall of Famer yet. No, we're not a Hall so. of Famer, but we're not at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You know, we're still in the lineup. Yep. So <laughs> maybe not playing every day. <laughs> Right. We're on the active roster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I heard that paycheck is pretty nice. Um, <laughs> league minimum in Major League Baseball is probably nothing to shake a stick at. I'll take that. Um, <laughs> our new question this week comes from Kim Kabatsky. Okay. What animal has square eyeballs? What animal has square eyeballs? That is the question. Like the eyes themselves are actually square or like the the what pupils, irises? What animal square eyeballs? I'm going with goats. 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 Goats because... Is that your final answer? It's my final answer because okay. my wife's mother uh, had horses for a long time and then got down, you know, moved out to the country up by uh, north of Lapeer, uh, Columbiaville. And she had uh, horses on her property, and then she got goats. And I remember seeing the goats, and they've just got these, like, demonic-looking eyes where the irises look like little rectangles. But, yeah, I'm going to go with goats. Yeah. Goats. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to listen to the next one to see if we're all right. Yeah, because I can't think of any animal that actually has, like, square-shaped eyeballs. I can't either. That's why it's a good question. That's a good stump us question. Thanks, Cam. Yeah. to award our third it's episode five but we only award technology teachers in our question answering episodes ah uh, okay this week yes our award goes to drum roll please Tanya Kimberly whoa hey alright so, cool Tanya has um, popped up in the couple times I've sent out the surveys she's mm-hmm. got now three Nominations, I think, three nice. or four. Um, she shares um, both in the high school and junior high, so she does a lot of things between those two and has been recognized by multiple colleagues yep. for providing her students the ability to do choice projects, mm-hmm. creating electronic quiz boards, designing microbit-powered games with her students, and much more. So thank you, Tanya, for being a technology-using teacher. Congratulations. Your award is already printed. I got ahead of this time. Nice. <laughs> so we don't have to wait until the printers come back. Sorry again, Melissa. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We were without 3D printers for, for a few weeks there. So, so cool. Um, All right. I blame John Phillips, but that's just me. All right. Cool. But, All right. All right. Congrats, Tanya. So, that's awesome. That's our episode this time. Uh, stay tuned. We will definitely have another one for you soon. All right. Later. Later.